You're listening to the Timony Leader Series podcast, brought to you by Timony Leadership Institute. Great, well, welcome to our Timony Leader Series. My name is Ronan O'Farrell, CEO of the Timony Leadership Institute, and you're very welcome to our interview this week with Limavady-based entrepreneurs Ryan and Martin Tierney. It's a privilege to have you, you both on the webinar with us today. Ryan and Martin, along with their brother Jonathan, are directors and owners of Seating Matters, which is a manufacturer of clinical therapeutic seating for patients and caregivers in healthcare environments. Based up in Limavady, they've been making and exporting chairs around the world for 30 years and are passionate about getting the right chair uh, for the right person, alleviating their, their discomfort, maybe from poor posture and unsafe seating. And during 2020, the brothers have launched Paragon Health, a manufacturer of PPE uh, to supply medical face masks to healthcare customers, becoming only the, the second manufacturer of PPE on the island of Ireland. Uh, and uh, it's a remarkable achievement in, in a very short space of time. We're going to delve into that story and also the, the great learning culture that, uh, that you co-created to extract some of the, the leadership lessons for our listeners. Now, if you have any questions or comments during the, the webinar, please do use the Q&A box at the bottom and uh, we will get to some of those questions. You can also upvote for questions that you would uh, particularly like me to, to pose to Ryan and Martin. Now, Martin, you did the Timony Advanced Leadership Program back in 2017, and you've been frequently back, continuing your learning and sharing uh, great leadership insights with, with fellow alumni. Um, back at the start of the pandemic, um, you joined us for our first webinar when we were looking at how businesses were responding to, to the crisis as it was then. And I know at that point you, you rolled up your sleeves and were in the thick of coming up with innovative solutions to, to address some uh, real problems that had emerged in, particularly in the, in the, hospitality, in the hospital um, and healthcare sector, masks yeah. and so forth. That's, that's right, yeah. It, uh, by working in healthcare all of the time, we were right on the front edge of this and we saw just the uh, problems that there were with PPE. Um, so we got involved in, in, in different projects and helped out as, as best we could to help, to help people get off the ground with, with, with different projects. And part of the lean community uh, of companies around the world, it's about very much about the free sharing of, of information and ideas for the betterment of society. So yep, we, we helped in some of those projects and then uh, the opportunity came along to actually manufacture these type 2R masks, the, the disposable medical masks that we're all too familiar with. And we just jumped, jumped straight into it. So that's, it's been a, a roller coaster starting a business and uh, hiring people and building a factory in the space of a few short months and uh, a, a real learning experience, if nothing else. And you've just won your, your first big order from the, uh, the Northern Irish Health Service as well. I, I saw you had the Minister for Health up there recently with you to yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, so we were a contracted supplier to the, the health service in Northern Ireland. Uh, Ryan and I, our older brother, Jonathan, is in the US and he's working in the US and Canada um, on masks and on chairs and on everything as well. So, yeah, we're very proud that we're now an exporter of PPE instead of being an importer only a few short months ago. 
you know, setting container loads of PPE around the world and bringing that employment and bringing those skills and that learning back here um, to, to really create an industry from scratch in the, in the space of a few short weeks. Well, Ryan, just on that, I mean, a few short weeks, the speed at which you've, you've started this and got it up and running, uh, eight weeks, yeah. that you were saying, from, from scratch. Can That's you, right, yes. Yeah, tell from, us a bit about uh, that. Yeah, it was a lot of work. Uh, from decision to uh, manufacturing finished products was eight weeks, which is really a, an unbelievable uh, achievement. Looking back now, it's, it's actually hard to, to comprehend how, how we did it. But uh, there was a lot of late nights uh, and a, a, lot of, a lot of hard work. But uh, I think much of our success was down to the team that we have here at Seat Matters. And it's, it's the ongoing um, development of our people over the last, you know, the, the years leading up to this. It allowed us to really excel and do what most people would take six months, a year to do. We, we done in, a, in a, few short, short, a few short weeks. But uh, it's a testament to our team. It's a testament to the culture we've developed at Seek Matters. And we were able to transfer that culture to our new company, Paragon Health. And uh, yeah, it's really, really exciting. Fantastic, fantastic. And we'll come to, to the culture uh, in a little while, but what sort of support did you get um, you know, from suppliers and customers and the local community and in, in that helped you in that, in that regard? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. From, from my end of things, I, I managed the, the physical building of, of the factory. So we built a brand new factory in eight weeks. Um, the, the support we got from local contractors, um, lo local, uh, local councils, and everyone was, re was really on board with what, what we were doing. But, but I think it's a persistence was, was the key driver behind the whole thing. You know, when, when we take a notion that we're doing something, myself, Martin and Jonathan, that, that's it. Uh, once we make the decision, uh, nobody will, will stand on our way. Um, but we've we seen it. We've seen a need. We've seen a need to help people. We've seen a, a need to help people locally, and we had a very small window of opportunity to make it happen. And we said it's it's now or or never. So we really uh, got got in gear and, and and made it work. Fantastic, fantastic, and and. Reference there to to outside support as well in, in getting it getting it done. I mean, how important were those relationships that you already had with with other businesses in the community and in in helping you achieve that so quickly? Yeah, well, I I often think that I got the benefit from Timoney twenty seventeen in twenty twenty, you know, the amount of phone calls that we made at eleven o'clock at night to people that uh, we've become friends with through Timoney is is just very very valuable. This morning. Uh, we had a very, very productive meeting with, uh, with someone that's solving a big issue for us that we have at the minute uh, from a Timoney, a Timoney contact. And to me, that was, was invaluable. And things that I thought were abstract thoughts and some of the case studies that we were doing became dilemmas that we were facing here and now. You know, um, and I remember there, there was two lessons in, in particular um, there was just days we were thinking that was written for this day. Um, so and that's, that's not an exaggeration, that's, that's, that's real life. And it's, it's been a fantastic uh, case study, <laughs> um, the, whole, the whole Paragon journey uh, this year. And uh, sitting matters as well, you know, uh, business model has had to change this year. And I know that was one of the recent seminars they did. Um, you know, different business model, and it's it's just it's business theory in action and, and putting it into action. That's 
it's, it's definitely definitely been a roller coaster it, it really has yeah. yeah yeah well it's 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 i've taken note i mean we're certainly there's a case study here or two that we need to write up while it's fresh <laughs> fresh in your mind yeah. and uh and because uh, those earnings would be invaluable for for others as well and um, mm -hmm. well i mean where many businesses were battening down the hatches trying to cope with just keeping their their businesses running i mean even you mentioned it there with seating matters and um, what was the pro thought process going through your own heads in in launching a new one um, did yeah. you think about it that much or did you just see the need and go for it honestly a major major driver in doing this was manufacturing in this country mm -hmm. you know ireland uk europe have lost expertise in manufacturing and they've lost the ability to create value in a in in a manufacturing environment you know east germany invented melt blown material you know, european companies invented uh, the machinery and and the technology to make these masks and we gave it all the way to china and procurement organizations governments they're all focused around let's get a really really low price but if they pay a pound for something in China, that pound never comes back. If they pay a pound 20 for that same thing in Ireland, that pound 20 stays in Ireland. Yeah. Yes, you'll maybe buy raw materials from abroad. You maybe you know, spend 10, 20, 30 pence getting raw materials from somewhere. But the vast majority of that's going to stay in the country to, for people to pay mortgages and houses, to buy cars, to eat in the local fish and chip shop. You know, that's, that's the value of manufacturing in this country. Yeah. And when we were going begging to somebody on the other side of the world, please give us PPE. You know, it's, it's just, it's just a, a ridiculous situation to be in. And there are plenty of people with foresight in procurement and in government that have saw this and that are correcting it. But I just hope that people don't have short memories. I yeah. hope that people will remember that local manufacturing, local industry stepped up and we're here to, to help the general public and to help our health services when they need it the most. Yeah. With that thought in mind, you know, we, when no one was traveling, we jumped in the plane and, and we went to six countries in about five weeks to see factories, automation, raw materials, uh, testing, uh, test houses, uh, laboratories. Um, you know, we designed and built this machinery as well as designed and built a factory, as well as got our testing done in, in just a remarkable short period of time. And, and well, that's the motivation behind it. I was in the town just last week and yeah, the guy walked uh, into the bank in front of me with a Paragon jacket and he turned around and, and we were chatting a little bit and I asked him what he was doing. He says, oh, I'm going into the bank. He says, me and my girlfriend are opening a new account and this is the money. It's going to be the deposit in our first house. I, th I thought that's, that's brilliant. You know, it's fantastic. just, it's, it's just the, the moral of the whole story in one. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Mm -hmm. And at uh, that point, uh, I'd forgotten that actually that you, you didn't, you didn't, weren't able to go out and buy the equipment to make these. You had to actually work out and design and get yeah. them manufactured so that you could produce these here in, in Ireland because none of that was available. No. Not for sale in Europe or indeed further afield. No. All the technology was in China and uh, people were on YouTube University trying to figure out how to do this um, from, from videos. And you know, we worked with uh, about four different uh, suppliers 
to pull together this these machines, and uh, they were making you know to the tune of millions and millions of these of these masks a week, and have employed forty two people. Um, and we're not exactly Manhattan; we're out in the middle of nowhere here. So forty two people means means a lot for this local area. Community. Mm -hmm. Excellent, excellent, really good. And uh, just I suppose Ryan for. Someone who's listening in who might be thinking of starting a new venture in 2021, what, what would you say is the most important thing you've learned as they embark upon it, given that you've done it in such a short space of time and so recently? Yeah, I think uh, there's, there's something that we really believe in and it's, it's this whole, the psychology around business and the psychology uh, around our thinking. Uh, it's something we've grew up with uh, since we were very small. Our, uh, our family, our parents were, were both involved in Amway, if you've ever, ever heard of Amway. Mm -hmm. So when we were very young, we were going to seminars, we were listening to positive information and really trying to program our minds in a positive way. And I think one of the biggest takeaways of the, the Paragon process is what that has done for us as people and our team. You know, a, a goal isn't to reach the goal, it's what you become by reaching the goal and the things we've learned and actually even the confidence that that has gave us to look at maybe bigger opportunities the next time. What else can we manufacture here in Northern Ireland? What other opportunities are, are out there? We've actually proven to ourselves that it can be done, it is possible to take call a quantum leap. So uh, it's actually a book that I've, that I've got here in front of me. It's a it's a book called U, U Squared. Yeah. And uh, it's a book that I've been reading actually all, all this year. And that's really what we did. We, we did in eight weeks what most people would take three or six or, or, or a year to do. So uh, it's this idea of uh, multiplying or taking a quantum leap because there, there's nothing to say that it has to take three months, six months, a year to get from where you are to where you want to go. It can happen in a short space of time. And I think that's the biggest learning the, the, the fact that we, we, we believe more in, in ourselves and our ability and that, that, that belief and confidence, it's exciting to see where that will take us in the future. Future. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah. And not, I suppose, not uh, taking no for an answer. Remember, that was a point you, you, you made as well, Martin, a few months ago about the whole time frame for getting things done uh, has in some way shortened because of uh, people have, have seen the need to get things done really quickly. And yeah, well, it, it just was impossible if it was going to take 12 months. It just, it just wouldn't, wouldn't happen. It, we had to do it in 12 weeks or less, you know, um, it, it just had to be done. So there was no, there was no other, there was no other choice. And it's amazing when you, when you put your mind to something and you, you can motivate a team of people around you, what, what actually can be achieved. And that, that's the, the big part of it as well. Like our colleagues that work with us uh, deserve more credit than we do. You know, the, the hours that, that they put in flying around the world, you know, speaking to suppliers and raw material. And, uh, you know, it's just it's, our, our colleagues deserve so much of the credit um, because the, they're brilliant. And in a way, you know, it, it, we're respectful and good to the people that work with us. Um, you know, we treat each other fairly, treat each other with respect. And I think this year everyone said, look, We'll, we'll step up. We, we know that there's there's uh, big things need done here and, and we'll do whatever it takes. 
like on, on the week of St. Patrick's Day, every single person that's eating matters uh, cancelled their holidays and came into work. That's before lockdown and whatever. Every single person came in because they knew that we could be going into lockdown. People might need these products and they won't be able to get them. And they all come in and done their bit. That's just Fantastic. Yeah. You know, great, great team of people. But it's, it's the nurturing and growing of that team over many years that uh, I suppose paid off. In, in that that period of, of uh, crazy exertion that we went through. Well, can we look a little bit more closely at that? I mean, the the existing business that you've you've uh, you mentioned there, Seating Matters, it's been going for some time, um, and you've um, you've I suppose embarked on a continuous improvement, lean approach. Maybe it was five years ago you were saying, Ryan, uh, yeah. which for many companies, when you mention that, it's it's kind of a a long, elaborate uh, process, months of training, very costly and so forth. But you've, you've really taken this on board, kept it very simple and delivered fantastic results for not just the company, but for your, your colleagues, employees that are working with you. Can you tell us a, a bit about that and what, what it actually means for Seeing Matters? Yeah, so actually five years this week, um, I came across... Uh, a guy on YouTube called Paul Akers. And Paul Akers came up with this concept of two-second lean. So really, if you haven't heard of lean manufacturing before, it's a, it, it's, it's a philosophy that came from Japan over 80 years ago uh, from TPS, the Toyota production system. And it's really, to keep it really simple, it's about uh, deciding what is valuable, what is value and what is non-value in, in every process that you make. So I don't care what business you're in, what industry you're in, every business has so much waste, it's unbelievable. And it's not necessarily the, the physical waste that you see in the bin. There's so many other wastes. There's, there's actually eight wastes. So lean is about extracting the non-value added activities out of every process you do to try and increase the value and serve the customer better. And I came across uh, two cycling five years ago this week on on uh, seeing Paul Akers on YouTube, and as soon as I seen these videos, I was totally blown away. I I, I was hooked, uh, and I got really excited even talking about it. Um, I sat up all night and watched these videos over and over and over again, uh, and I reached out to Paul Akers, and we communicate probably almost every day. I, I'm very close to Paul Akers now with a good relationship. But really what we have done is built an organization, a lean organization, which has attracted over 150 companies from around the world to come and uh, see what we have done. Um, and we're, we're not even, we're nowhere, nowhere near Japan or Toyota level, but we're doing a few things, right? Mm -hmm. But really what we've done is created a culture of continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. It's not just myself and Martin and Jonathan and, and a few others, it's every single person in the company is engaged in continually improving their job every single day. And what, what does that mean in practice, uh, uh, Ryan, for, for your colleagues, yeah. or yourself? I mean, what, 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 when you say improving every day, what, because that's something I think everybody can identify with and aspire to. What, yeah. So every, every single thing we go through is a process. So if you're making a cup of tea, it's a process. If you're assembling a chair, it's a process. If you're getting uh, prepared for the Zoom meeting, uh, it's a process. So every single process can be improved. So we start off by educating our people at a morning meeting. So 8, 8 a.m. to 8.20 every single morning, 
is a meeting where everyone gathers around in a big circle and we educate our staff on what waste is and how to eliminate it. So if, if you're hired at Seat Matters or Paragon Health, you're not hired as a, as a welder, you're hired as a process engineer to improve the process of welding. So when we're welding a chair, we're not thinking let's weld the chair, we're thinking how can I improve this process? Where is my welding torch? Where is my uh, job instruction? Where is my jig? Where's the placement of my tools? Where's my next, you know, we're always thinking at, at a high level. Mm. And this is the difference in working at Seat Matters and working at a, what we would call a regular, a regular company. It's this idea that every single person is engaging their brain. You know, we, we have 60 people continually thinking of a better way to improve their process. And it's just, it's just an unbelievable culture to be, to be involved in. Part of, yeah. I, Martin invited me up to, to attend one of your, your morning meetings there uh, some time ago. And I know it's a, you mentioned there, it's a very important part of the, the process uh, and, and developing that culture. So can you describe a little bit what happens at that and what it, what it achieves and why you do it every day? Yeah, so it's, Paul Akers reckons that lean is for 2% of companies. And that's why not everyone uh, is able to, to pull this off. We've done 150 tours, as, as I said, for uh, companies coming into space. I would say out of those 150, maybe 10 companies are doing lean at a really high level because it's, it's hard work that makes everything easy. It really is hard work. Mm -hmm. um, it, it all starts with educating your, your, your people. So our morning meeting starts every day with gratefuls. We start every day with, with gratitude. Uh, three people are selected from around the, the, the room to call out what they're grateful for. Uh, the next thing we do is, is morning stretches. Uh, the next thing we do is we review our improvement opportunities so no, notice the word improvement opportunities, not mistakes, not defects. It's an improvement opportunity. So did we, do we have any improvement opportunities from the day before? And if we do, it's a positive. So, okay, how can we improve it? Uh, we review our, uh, our targets. We uh, review uh, any, our, our favorite improvement from the day before. And it's actually interesting because a different person holds the morning meeting every day. And it just uh, goes around in alphabetical order. So every single person in the company has a chance and, and does hold the morning meeting. So it's all about, uh, you know, gaining confidence, uh, educating, you know, encouraging public speaking. It's all about growing and develop, developing the staff. Mm -hmm. And in turn, they improve the process, which, is improve, which improves the product and ultimately uh, affects the customer. So... It's really an amazing, an amazing concept. I just want to jump in there on something because I don't want people to get the impression that we're hippies from the West Coast of America who go about hugging each other all day. You know, we do start the meeting with stretches. We do talk about what we're grateful for. You know, we do have a fun company culture, but we're not, we're not hippies. We're country people from rural County Derry and it's serious work and we treat it seriously. Mm -hmm. And like we have, we have boys here that come to work every morning at half five. Uh, because they're so dedicated in their work and the, the lights will be on here to seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. You know, we're serious about, about work and we take it seriously because yeah. it's a serious product. We're protecting nurses and doctors and healthcare professionals and we're serving patients with, with disabilities. But what the meeting is about 
and the gratitude and the respect and the uh, building of the culture, it's treating people the way they should be treated. Mm. It's treating people with respect. Mm. And that's where Lean came from. Lean came from the Japanese culture of respect, where the child bows to the teacher, but the teacher also bows to the child. They have an equal uh, degree of respect for each other. And in Sitting Matters in Paraguay, we all dress the same. We all have the same working hours. We all ate at the same canteen. Everybody takes the meeting. You know, there's no, he wears a shirt and he wears steel toe boots or, you know, I've got a degree and, and he's got this. You know, everyone is treated with an equal level of respect. And that means that um, everyone's idea can be presented to help improve the product, to help uh, uh, serve the customer better. Because everyone understands if I look after my colleague, if we look after the building, if we look after the product, then the company will be more successful. It'll be more profitable. We'll be able to help more people and we'll all have long-term stable employment. Wow. So it's a bit of crack and we, we need a fun when we're doing it, but there's, it's, it's a very serious thing behind it. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just on that, like we're, we all seem to be born with the gift of being able to complain about things that, <laughs> that aren't working or that aren't good, but to find solutions, is that, is that a special kind of person or, because uh, you, you mentioned everybody is involved in that. Yeah. How do you how do you get to that that stage where everyone is contributing solutions and improvements? We've new people started and they're nearly scared to come up with a solution because uh, in the previous place that they worked, they're told, "Sure, we never do. It. We've never done it like that," or you know, just just do it the way it's been done. Or the last time they tried something, it went wrong and it cost the company money, and some manager came and roared the head off at them or they were talked about at the meeting or oh we lost money because they made a defect over there and it reduces people's creativity and they get more and more insular in themselves where we're we nearly have to like knock somebody in the head to say here it's okay to make a mistake it's okay to uh, contribute it's okay to change things because that's where the ideas come from very good very good and how important is communicating those those uh, improvements as well exactly I know you, you make use of WhatsApp and other mm -hmm. things like that. That's right. Yeah. So we have a shared WhatsApp group. Uh, everyone in the company is on the group. And uh, every time someone makes a lean improvement, it's shared with the whole group. So it's a process called Yokaten. It's actually a Japanese uh, term for sharing knowledge laterally across an organization. So if, if someone makes a, a really good improvement in the sewing area, that same idea could be transferred to the poster area, for example. So it's sharing ideas across the team and uh, giving everyone, I suppose, a voice and, uh, and an outlet for, the, for their creativity. And it's also a lot of us down to appreciation. You know, we, we are so big on, on appreciating and, and we give shout outs at our meeting every day because people will, will do more for appreciation than they will for money. We, we find that over and over again. So and, and the other thing is the bar is set so low, like anything is an improvement. It's a two second lean improvement and everyone can find a, an improvement that's gonna save them two seconds. So the bar is set so low that every single person can be engaged straight away. Brilliant, brilliant. So Martin, what's your, your improvement today? Um, I, I made a, a shortcut actually on my phone today um, for something that I keep typing over and over and over again, where uh -huh. there's a little, little shortcut where I can type in like 131, and that pulls up our address, 131 Carnival Fodlum, Vatican, BT 4980G, type in 131. So that saves me multiple seconds. 
So that was mine. Ryan probably is 20. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, it, it's clear you, you both have a great attitude towards uh, improving and, and learning. Um, how important do you think it is to keep learning as, as leaders? Yeah. Well, with uh, another brother, Jonathan, and every time you phone him, he says, oh, um, if you finished that last book I told you about, I have another book here. And like, no, I didn't even get the first one bought yet. You know, Jonathan's on a, is crazy, like a book every every few weeks or a book every month or, or something. And, you know, like we've all heard the phrase that anything that's ever happened has been written down in a book or any problem that's ever been solved, someone has written about it. Um, but that, that really... It, it, it really is true and again back to Timoney I think Timoney is a brilliant experience for me you know, I've never worked anywhere else I've never seen anybody else run the business the way we're, we're running it uh, I never went to university you know Jonathan Ryan and myself left school when we were 16, 16 and 17 years old so everything we've learned we've learned it from our parents or we've learned it from ourselves so uh, books YouTube videos, you know, audiobooks going to Timoney, they're, they're very, very valuable things, definitely. But the right, the right mix of action and study. Of yes. Course. Yeah. And, and seeing, I mean, obviously you're learning about, about things that solutions for could be technical problems or organizational problems, but your own sort of journey of self-development seems to be a, a key, a key part of the central element to what you're about as well. It's, mm. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 so important. Like we've mentioned, our parents. You know, we're we're grateful to grow up in the environment that we did, where we were encouraged and supported, but made to work as well. You know, our our father worked in Dublin for you know six, seven, eight days straight, and he used to take us with us out of primary school. You know, to push a wheelbarrow or to you know lift put down concrete or whatever it was. Um. So like we're very grateful for that and. Ryan and I both have children, you know, it's something that we'd, we're very conscious that you have to instill in them as well, because there's lots of very educated people out there, but people that are people of action are, are becoming uh, maybe a little bit fewer and farther between. And, and uh, you, you, you started this early on and that they get a turf, turf um, cutting business, isn't that right? <laughs> that's right <laughs> that was our first enterprise yeah so uh, Jonathan and Ryan himself have been in business for nearly 30 years because we were, we were cutting turf we subcontracted the cutting of the turf to our father because he had a tractor and uh, we turned and fought it and bagged the turf ourselves and because none of us could drive we got our mother to drive us around the town at night to deliver them you know um, and we probably lost more money than we made but it was the lesson behind it it wasn't for the money that we made, it was for the learning that the learning. Came from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And and you've you've um I mean as you said there it started three years ago since you did the, the leadership program and they're now sort of three hundred leaders in that network. You've uh, you found that particularly helpful in uh, in launching a new business and, and running seating matters. Yeah. D definitely like we're as Ryan said, we're very open about what we do. You know, we have dozens and dozens and dozens of companies come here to visit. I see John Connell's on the call here. And what he's done at, at, at CW Applied Technologies is amazing from a lean perspective, just transformed the business, done amazing things in a short period of time. And we learned so much from John and from John's people 
and you know, I hope he learned something from us as well. But well, that's what got him started, I think, was seeing how you were doing it and hearing how, yeah. how you did it. Yeah, but if John had never come to visit us, he might never have learned that, and we might never have learned what, what we learned from him in, in return. Um, so yeah, the, the, the group of people, the network around you, um, and I suppose we're open to, to helping others, and, and, and then I suppose when we ask for help, uh, people are happy enough to give it as well, because maybe we've helped them somewhere along the line. Uh, from from a lean perspective in particular fantastic fantastic well i mean you're clearly brothers but you bring different skills to the table uh, how how are you different yeah i think it's something that happened very naturally and it happened very early on in, in seeking matters about 12 years ago i was predominantly manufacturing production i just love i love getting into the middle of things uh, martin very much uh marketing, sales, um, technical, uh, all that type of stuff. And Jonathan is a sales person through and through. He would sell, his, he would sell you his shoes. Uh, he's just, he just born to sell. So it was a really good mix. And none of us were forced into any, any, any area. It, it really works very well and it always has worked. But I think the main key to the way it, it does work is communication and it's something we're actually very good at. There isn't a day goes past where we don't do a three-way call. You know, I was talking to Jonathan three times today already, and he's in, he's in America. Um, it's very rare that a day would go past where we're not on the phone. And everyone, we're, we, all, we almost know what each other's thinking. It's strange. You know, Martin will lift the phone to phone me, and I'll just be about to phone Martin and talk to him about the same thing that he was going to tell me about. And the same happens with me and Jonathan and the same with Martin and Jonathan. So we've got a really uh, close, uh, tight-knit relationship. And yeah. Everyone has their areas and uh, it really works well, yeah. And for a family-owned business, I mean, we all know that they, they can be quite challenging um, and, you know, disagreements and so forth. How do you go about resolving those? Well, the HR policy can be cut through to times, so it can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just direct, you know, like brothers, I, you, you, you discuss the thing and you shout about the thing and then you get on with it, you know. Um, that's probably something we can get better at too, but, you know, it works works really well. I think the big thing is you, you trust each other implicitly, you know. I'm not wondering what they're doing and they're not wondering what I'm doing. We're all aligned exactly on the same, the same route and we might do it three different ways, but the average of the three different ways is probably the best for us. You know, so yeah, to, compromise, compromise, and communication. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Fantastic. <clears throat> and um, I suppose just to go back to something you were saying there earlier, which I was quite struck by, Martin, about you know the you've reintroduced manufacturing here in Ireland for something that was coming exclusively from from China. You know, plane loads was being brought mm -hmm. over here, and it is a trend that's been commented on that. You know, companies are looking at de-risking their supply chain, not being so dependent on on manufacturing from coming from from far away and bringing it close to, closer to their markets. Yeah. Um, what What do you think needs to to be done here in Ireland to really encourage more entrepreneurs like yourselves to to get into manufacturing to and to get it supported so that it thrives here? Um, I think uh, a lot of it can be driven, driven by public policy and procurement policy. Mm -hmm. um, that it, like in America, 
for the veterans hospitals. They've got uh, legislation which states that 20% of their hospital budget has to be spent on veteran-owned small businesses. Now, imagine an organization, a governmental organization at home said, we have to spend 20% of our budget on a local small business or on something which is manufactured um, you know, locally. And yes, it might fly in the face of European legislation and whatever, but you know, there's, ways, there's ways around these things. But supporting that indigenous manufacturing, I see it as the long-term uh, future of, of a country. Mm-hmm. Services and all that are great, but you know, the services have to provide a service to, to someone. And agriculture and manufacturing are, are a really strong base for that. You know, and like COVID is like war times. You know, when the war happened, people were planting vegetables in the garden. You know, if, if that happened today, they'd be laying outside Tesco's because people don't know how to do those things. So manufacturing might not be cool and it might not be sexy. And, you know, nobody that gets full marks in their exams would send their child off to work in a factory, but they probably should. Mm-hmm. And in Japan, like one of the highest, most respected places to work is Toyota and Lexus because it's manufacturing and they understand they have a deep respect for people that work in the manufacturing industry. Um, so I think, yeah, public policy, you know, public opinion towards manufacturing, it, it should be encouraged. Yeah. And putting you know, a value, I suppose, on, on that kind of work and other frontline work, which maybe in this one good thing about 2020 is a uh, spotlight has been shined on just how valuable that work is in so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic, great. So, what are the main uh, the main lessons from twenty twenty that you're taking with you into twenty twenty one, Ryan? I would say the, the the main takeaway is that I, I think people have more potential than they think. You know, if it wasn't for this pandemic, we probably wouldn't have started a new business this year. We were very much seat matters chairs. Uh, supply in a particular market but I think pe- people have more potential that they really do have more potential than they think they have mm. and we're, we're almost limited sometimes by by our own our own mind and uh, when we release those limitations it, it really is unbelievable what what you can achieve so that that would be my one takeaway from this year fantastic very positive uh, uh, growth mindset to, to that as yeah. well yeah, to that approach. Martin, would you have anything to add? Yeah, very, very similar. And I suppose on a, on a, on a bigger uh, level, there's nothing that we as a society or as a country couldn't do. There's nothing that uh, we're buying from somewhere else or, or, or outsourcing to somewhere else that couldn't be manufactured or supplied here just as good or, or better. Um, so I, I think, I hope it'll make people reevaluate the way business is conducted the way life is conducted and, uh, and, and, and make a more permanent change to, uh, to our behaviours as, as things go forward. Fantastic. Well, Seamus Redden, um, one of our alumni, has uh, made a comment on the, the Q&A there. I think sums things up quite, quite well. All of you have great engines in you and he can't see anything but great success for you all in the future. So I, I have to echo that. That's very true. Well, thank you both very much for sharing uh, both your, your, your leadership insights and experience over this past year. And, and thank you for supplying masks 
uh, amongst many Indeed. other things to uh, to us all here in Ireland, which is uh, is, is on, great, both north and south. Yeah, and on the lean side of things, on on uh, continuous improvement, you know, our doors are are still open. Maybe not to a physical okay. visit, but anyone that is interested in learning about that or has maybe started in the journey and they're stuck and they don't know what to do, would would be happy to to speak to them. That's you know? very generous of you. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah no, I'm sure that will be appreciated. That's our mobile numbers and, and emails out to anyone that's on this and they're they, they're welcome to get in touch with us. Fantastic. Great. Well, thank you both for that. And um, well, Christmas is, is beckoning and 2021 is ahead of us. So this is our final webinar in Timony before, before uh, breaking for the Christmas. We'll be back in the new year, uh, renewed hopefully and ready to face what 2021 will bring us. We have an exciting lineup of learning events coming up uh, online in the in the first couple of months, but then back in person as uh, as soon as it's uh, it's safe and uh, reasonable to do so. But um, our webinars, podcasts, online masterclasses, and programs will uh, will all be uh, running from early in the new year. Next year is also going to be an important year, I think, for reconnecting in person and rebuilding. Our, our network of, of contacts. And we look forward in Timony to, to helping you achieve that and, uh, and to build on the important lessons that we've, we've all learned from what has been and hopefully remain uh, an extraordinary year uh, that we've just been through. Today's session with, with Martin and Ryan will be available as a podcast and uh, you'll be able to access it on all the, the main podcast channels. Also listen out for our series of short five-minute podcast featuring Joe Osborne's book, Poison Stride, uh, with where he, he relates leadership insights that uh, are great for feeding your, your mind and soul over the, the weeks ahead. So take care and have a very happy and peaceful Christmas uh, with your loved ones. And thanks again to, to Martin, Ryan, Tierney for, for joining us and to Alison and Claire and the Timony team for, for hosting the, the webinar today. Thank you very much. This podcast was brought to you by Timony Leadership Institute. Better people, better organizations, better society.